You're listening to season one of By Shawnita, Natural Sisters novella, My Crowning Glory, chapter 13. Boom, 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 boom. Grabbing my head seemed the most logical thing for me to do. Sunday morning. Memory of the night before flooded to my mind. Fast as my legs and aching body allowed, I scrambled to the door. The knock became faint. Boom, 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 boom. Startled, I hurried to the door. A peek through the peephole revealed a big bouquet. Who paid the delivery charges for Sunday delivery unless they were trying to beg forgiveness? Motivated to open the door by the pounding behind my temples, I cracked it. Anissa Lynx, a man's voice asked behind the flowers. Yes. A low rumble replaced my smooth alto. A clipboard appeared next to the flowers and I scrawled something on the bottom of the paper. Thank you. I grunted more about who I thought sent the flowers than as a reply to his delivery. The card popped out from the top of the most beautiful arrangement of pink, lavender, and yellow flowers I'd seen with the cutest bow. Someone wanted to earn some serious points after acting a full monkey, but I wasn't about to give them the satisfaction of knowing I liked the gift. Kicking the door closed, I placed the ceramic green vase on the mantle of my fireplace. My fingers traced the decorative embellishments on the card before I opened it. Please don't let a few moments of ignorance ruin years of friendship. We are so sorry. Love you. Ebony and Zoe. The last name on the card meant they sent this before she decided to hook up with my ex, Mr. Wonderful. No two-faced man borrowing heifer with half a brain could believe a shared I'm sorry bouquet would absolve her of her guilt. If she did, this girl lost more than her mind between high school and last Friday, or whenever she started being Wilson's sideline hoe. Bang, 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 bang. A second bouquet of beautiful, luscious purple flowers filled the peephole, and I wonder how much money Ebony owed Zoe for footing the bill for two expensive vases worth of fresh flowers. Did the delivery man have instructions to bring back a second bouquet if I didn't squeal with delight? I hope this is the last time you plan on knocking on my door because I'm not interested in another bouquet. The opening in the door was a smidgen larger. We need to talk about what you saw, Anissa. The bouquet lowered and a cheek bruised Wilson peered up at me from the steps to my townhome. You must have lost your cotton-picking mind to show up at my house as if I didn't smack the piss out of you two days ago for filling up my ex-Francis Elementary School. Go to hell, Wilson Green. The door stopped as I attempted to shut it in his face. Don't do this. Let me explain. Wilson held the pungent flowers in front of me. Push those pissy petals in my face one more time and I'm going to shove them down your throat. The door remained cracked open. Can't we have this conversation in the privacy of your living room? The neighbors are going to be all in our business if you insist on keeping me out here. Wilson sat the vase on the ground. I don't care what they hear because we no longer have any business. You nasty lion, two-timing sack of cheese crisps. 
I checked to make sure the bottom knob was unlocked and pulled it closed behind me. You really don't want to hear what I have to say to you. I've already committed a misdemeanor. God only knows what else I'm capable of because I'm still shocked. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know you had it in you. He rubbed his cheek. I can't say I blame you. She is one of your best friends. And I wasn't thinking when it happened. She just made so much sense. When I gave her a ride home from your graduation party and I was upset about how your dad talked to me and it just happened. We both felt horrible for it, but we couldn't help ourselves. I mean, it's been years since a woman showed me that kind of attention, Anissa, and once it happened, I didn't know how to stop. You mean you didn't want to stop because it is as simple as not doing it anymore. Just because I'm a virgin doesn't mean you had to be celibate. You were free to leave anytime. After a point, you just wanted to be the person who popped my cherry. You couldn't care less about what waiting meant to me or the person I'm supposed to be with, long as it was you. A laugh bubbled up from my belly and my breast jiggled. Wilson stared. I crossed my arms. Hope you enjoyed the peep show because that is the closest you'll ever be to them ever again. Maybe you and Zoe are better suited to each other. You have the same simple goals in life and have no real sense of fidelity, friendship, or loyalty. If you did, instead of starting to see each other behind my back, you would have broken up with me and told me like a real man. You don't mean that. We were talking about getting married. I made a mistake, Anissa. Let's go inside and talk about this. Wilson stopped mid-motion as he took one step toward the door. You had sex after my graduation party. Just nasty. I uncrossed my arms and leaned on the doorknob. Do you have a death wish? Don't forget what my daddy bought me for my 21st birthday and that we live in a stand your ground state. I don't care when or why it started. I just wanted you out of my life forever. Don't be crazy. You don't want to throw away four years of good times because I made one lousy decision. I know you still love me. I can see it in your eyes. You're just hurt. We can work through this. Wilson picked up the vase and gave me the best set of puppy dog eyes I'd ever seen. There are jail cells full of people who have done what I want to do right now. Throwing away our four years happened the moment you pumped your little happy stick in that pint-sized jump off. Look a little closer into my eyes. All you'll see is the realization that you aren't now and never have been and never will be worth my time. I hope you and Zoe are very happy together. You deserve each other. The door opened. Zoe, happy together. Anissa, please, we made a mistake. Wilson dropped the vase to his side. Goodbye, Wilson. Hope you find a nice, docile, straight-haired slut who will give you all the action and financial support you'll need. Lose my address. The door closed in his face before I gave him a chance to respond. Exhausted, I crumpled into a heap in front of the door and bawled until my eyes hurt. Tired of the dull ache in my bottom, I pulled myself up from the floor. After a few minutes, I'd thrown away all the bottles from my liquid pity party the previous night. My hand tapped the side of my laptop and it fired up. An error message about a video upload blinked on the screen. A wave of relief washed over me as the memory of my ill-fated You Got It Bad parody came to the front of my mind. The magnitude of everything I stood to lose if that video had gone live and by some fluke of luck gone viral made losing a whack boyfriend seem like a consolation prize. Breaking up with Wilson, 
and losing a friend made me the best thing both of them never had. My godmother is amazing. Maya looks half her age, is one of the most sought after event MCs in the making area, and has never allowed her local celebrities to go to her head. All of my big life events, she was there, front and center with hugs, love, chocolate, and support. I think I told her about my first kiss before I told my mother. I'm sure I did, because that was the only way to keep it from my dad. She is so cool. Her schedule is crazy, which is why meeting with her for lunch is so hard to do. Once I told her what happened with Wilson, she cleared her next Saturday so we could shop and eat. Love how that woman loves me. You look like crap, Anissa. Please tell me this isn't because you dropped all that dead weight attached to you, also known as Wilson. Mom Maya kissed me on the cheek as she opened the door to let me into her house. Mom, that can't be how you felt about him all this time. My purse hung at my side full of tissue. It's not just about Wilson. I think I'm more hurt by Zoe. She and I have been friends since grade school. Can't believe she let a dude come between us. Wait, is that little is that the little bitty cute one with the face made for magazines? Mom Maya led me into her sunroom. A tea service with what smelled like chamomile and ginger waited on the table. I nodded. Don't let this ruin your friendship. She is so fragile. I've always been concerned about her. I remember the first time I saw her after the story ran about the drunk driver who killed her brother and father. She hasn't been the same since. Then you told me about that devilish boyfriend of hers. God alone can be credited with her not self-destructing. Give her a second chance. She needs someone like you in her life. You're good for her. She scooped two teaspoons of honey into the bottom of my favorite cup and poured tea on top of it. You can't be serious. Mortification covered my face as she did the same thing for herself. Men come and go in your life, but real girlfriends are rarer than pink sapphires. Don't let this tear you apart if she wants to maintain your friendship. Let her take the lead in apologizing, but don't turn her away if she is sincere. Zoe has lost so much love in her life. She needs yours more than you think. Mom Maya sipped from her teacup. <laughs> the only logical response to something so nonsensical. Wilson, on the other hand, is not worth the gum I scraped from my athletic shoes this morning. He has never done more than hang around to take credit for being smart enough to want to be with you. I say good riddance to the lazy rubbish. She waved her hand. So when are you going to take the plunge and go down to your virgin hair? I cried when your mother put that relaxer in your pretty curly hair. Really? I'm not sure. It's scary. What if I don't like it? Some of the blogs I follow have women who've gone back to the relaxer after they did all this work to get rid of it. The styles. Tanya do not won't work when I cut my relaxer off and donate it to Lacks of Love. My flat twists felt fuzzy because I hadn't taken them down three days ago when they still looked presentable. Please, my hair isn't that long when I don't have it straightened, but I love the cute styles. Tanya does when I go to the coast. She did the cutest little twist for me when I stole your mother away to Barbados three years ago. Your dad told me if I'd kept her a day longer, he was going to put her on punishment. She laughed that throaty laugh I loved. You, what? Shock covered my face. How long? Wait, what? I've been chemical free since the late 90s when I went to the cute shortcut, the result of a coloring that went wrong. 
For a while, I drove up to Atlanta. Then I found Tanya, and I've loved her since. Even invested in her shop when she opened it. A smile crossed her face. She is one of the few natural stylists I know who can straighten my hair without stripping a curl pattern. Every vacation and staycation, I like to let my curls loose. She's a sweet girl. Glad you found her. All that time I spent looking for a stylist and I could have called you? I sighed. You really think I like my natural curl pattern? I want to cut it off soon. Was even thinking about doing it in October. Then what if they don't like it at FHF? So much comes to going natural. I never expected it to matter. At the end of the day, none of it makes a difference unless you allow it to make a difference. You've always done the right thing. What made everyone else proud? Your father happy. Even your virginity. I'm glad you kept it, but I wonder sometime if you know why you did it or if it was something else for your parents. You shocked everyone when you started this natural hair thing. They were more shocked you did something they didn't like than they were about what you were doing. I've never been more proud of you. Sometimes you have to do what is right, not for everyone else, but for you. She took another sip from her cup. The truth of my godmother's words hit me. No one ever expected me to go against their expectations. Wilson, Zoe, Ebony, my parents, and Portia were shocked when I announced my decision to stop relaxing my hair. But the ones who supported me were the stronger of my inner circle. The people I expected to support me the most ridiculed me. Until I realized it was okay to do this for me, I'd never be able to do it. This is going to be so much fun. Wait until you see the setup. For sisters only, is the lick. Portia bopped around in her seat. I'll take some fun. Whew. These last few weekends have been the dregs. Wilson has finally stopped driving by my house, and I think he accepted that us is over. Can you believe the nerve of him sleeping with Zoe? Still not sure how I feel about Zoe. She knows me well enough to let me sort through my feelings. You just never know about people. A shrug of my shoulders felt so minuscule compared to the craziness I'd experienced. You've known Zoe since grade school. Dudes are a dime a dozen. How many best girlfriends do we get in our lifetime? This took all of us by surprise. She feels awful about it. Said she was relieved you caught them. Portia snicker look at me. More like she was relieved the only person I pimp slapped was Wilson's trifling behind. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'll do about that situation. When I need to know, the answer will come to me. It will. Whoever is supposed to be performing better bring it. I'm not sure why I let you talk me into this trip when I need to be home looking for more information to spoof up my presentation. Janie liked my outline, but I heard the grumbling around the building about how much is riding on this presentation and project. The new track by Ice Cube played in the background. My fingers strummed to the beat. You'll do fine. I'm sure that those late nights and solitary confinement you put yourself on will prepare you for the sharks circling in the water. Unaware you're like a great white. And they're the chum. Portia laughed. So no more work talk. We're off until Monday and dedicated to the cause of fun, fun, and more fun. Elle Varner burned that stage up. She is a beast. How have I not heard about her? Portia shook her head. You have her album already and didn't tell anybody. That is just foul, Anissa. Girl, please. I just heard about her myself from one of the girls in my old study group. And it isn't like they announce who all of the artists are when they play them at the clubs. We heard one of her songs at that club on the south side of Atlanta. 
The tapping in my foot continued as they cleared the stage from Elle's performance. Her band looked as tired as she did. That girl had a live band, not a DJ, not a track, a band. She is a beast. So let's go get something to eat. You know, I can't come downtown without going to our spot. Portia tugged on my arm. A smile spread across my face until I remembered the last time we ate at our favorite spot downtown. Zoe and Ebony's chatter, manscoping and jokes would be missed. I'm not sure I'll be able to ever look at a crab leg or calamari strips the same way again. Maybe we should just make our way home. The rest of the acts are pretty lame. No. Portia stomped her foot. I mean, we have to go. I won't be at peace the rest of the weekend. You said you forgave her. Nothing proves forgiveness like crab legs and butterfly shrimp with cocktail sauce. Okay, no need to go all Neanderthal on me. Goodness. FYI, stumping the foot in protest because you can't find anyone in Macon to make their sauce the same as the bucket shop is not a good look. We chuckled as I mimicked her. Let's go before I change my mind. I probably just missed all of us hanging out because for a second, I could have swore I saw Zoe at the back of the crowd. What? Girl, you crazy. You must need to eat. Portia looked around and nudged my shoulder to start walking toward the door. Can you say S-E-T-U-P set up? Because that was the entire reason for this pretend last minute trip to for sisters only in Atlanta. We strolled into the bucket shop to find whom else but Portia and Ebony posted up in the back booth where we used to sit and check out guys. Arg. I rolled my eyes so hard at Portia, my contact lens almost popped out. I suppose you think since you drove, I have to subject myself to sitting here with them. The thought crossed my mind. You're notorious for calling in the Calvary. We chose this weekend because we knew your parents would be out of town at the church event in Savannah. So unless you plan on calling Wilson, just sit down and hear her art. Portia grabbed my arm and pulled me to the booth. Hey, y'all. I like your hair, Anissa. Ebony looked down at the table. Y'all got some nerve. My arms crossed as the server approached the table. Tendons, muscle tissue, and blood vessels, too. We're human. Zoe gave a dry chuckle. She wiggled in her seat. Watch yourself. You might fall out of the booth. Wilson isn't under the table to catch your fall. Or maybe y'all into that kind of nasty stuff. You almost lost your tonsils in that mouth in the parking lot. The venom dripped from my words. Angry as I'd been, now the only feeling left was pain. Look, Anissa, I have no excuse for what I've done. No words for me to say that will make me look better in the situation. All I can do is apologize for being selfish and thinking with something other than my brain. I love you like a sister. You've known me almost my whole life. This isn't my style. If you give me a chance to be a friend again, it won't happen ever again in life. Zoe took a deep breath and swung her feet back and forth. Tears rolled down my face as I thought about our 15-year friendship. We vowed at our first sleepover to always stick together. Families had come and gone. Friendships with other girls popped up and fizzled out, but nothing separated us. In the entire time we'd known each other, Zoe's had always been the defender of the friendship against the fleeting relationships we had. Ebony nodded. I owe you an apology, too. All those times I cracked on those girls and lied about helping you, I should have been more considerate. You'd never treat me the way I treated you. I'm really sorry. Portia patted my back. She knew how much Zoe's betrayal hurt. One of her cousins slept with her college sweetheart her junior year. We never talked about him or her, but the next summer, she died in a car accident, and it bothered Portia more than she let on during the funeral. 
I knew this reunion was her idea. Even if we were never able to go back to being tight as we were before, she wanted me to have closure. More than closure, she wanted me to forgive Zoe. As I looked into the eyes of my girls, I realized I wanted to forgive Zoe too. So are we forgiven? Maybe not introduce us to your new boo forgiven, but at least sit here together and have dinner cool? Zoe stared at me. I'm hungry and kidnapped. Dinner is fine with me. Good, because I met this fine curly hair dude and I've been dying to tell y'all about him. I don't want to do it separately because we always dish about new guys together. Portia squeezed me around the shoulders and I was hoping we wouldn't have to start a new tradition. Y'all know what happens when we don't dish about them together. Wilson. His name tasted like dirt on my tongue. Dante. Zoe sighed. My baby daddy, whose name isn't even worth mentioning. Ebony shook her head. Exactly. This dude is a keeper. So I want to give us a shot by not messing up the tradition. Portia giggled. Let's start with the head of gorgeous curly hair. I can't keep my hands out of his hair. Y'all know I've never liked dudes with hair. Well, that is nothing. I saw this model with the flyest hair ever in that little fashion spot they did it for sisters only. Swear, if my head was shaped a little different, I cut all of my hair off and do it tomorrow. Ebony smiled. Are you serious? Portia tilted her head to the side. Yes, y'all know I've been trying to get more work and I think it would give me an edge. Everyone wears wigs and tracks. I need to stand out. Ebony touched my arm. You know from the other girls trying to do hair modeling in making. Girl, please. At first, I wanted to punch Portia and Zoe in the face for tricking me into coming here. When I was honest with myself, I had to admit I cried more over Zoe betraying me than Wilson. Not forgiving her made less sense than forgiving her did. We'd been through homecoming, double date disasters, group date guffaws, and kissed more frogs than princes. None of that could be erased because of a few moments of lonely confusion. Even if things were never the way they used to be, there was the possibility forgiving and moving past something as painful as this could make our friendships better. A decade of more good times, love and support than hard times and backstabbing made it a chance I was willing to take. I hope you enjoyed My Crowning Glory, Chapter 13, written and read by Shawnita. Be sure to subscribe to hear Chapter 14 when we release it next Wednesday.